Hello, 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 and welcome to the To Be Honest podcast, where Tuesday is Truth Day and Jesus is Lord. Yes, I am your host, Bray DeWalt, a child of the King of the Most High God. I'm also a wife to my beautiful husband and my pastor, Pastor Byron DeWalt, and also I am a mother to three beautiful children and a grandmother to four. Today, 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 I have my girl on here. Yes, I'm, I'm calling her Minister D. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't expecting that, but you know. But I am just so thankful to have her on here today. And we're, we're going to be bringing a topic that is all too familiar for us but you know i think that people only hear it from one side and they don't hear it from our side so we're going to be talking about yep that color factor because you know we're some brown skin girls and we want people to understand how we feel in relation to things that are going on today amen d you want to go ahead and say something greet the people Hey, to be honest, family, I'm so glad to be back with you guys. And man, I didn't come back on an easy topic. I came back on a hard topic. I think she brings me back for the hard topics. It is, it can be challenging, but you know, if I had to say today's topic would really be, have you ever questioned what you, I mean, have you ever questioned why did God make you the way that it made you? So that's what we're talking about today. So this really is not, even though I said brown girls, um, a lot of times people are challenged with God calling you who you are. Um, and so we want to talk about it a minute. So D, yeah. how, how have you ever questioned God, God, why did you make me like this? Big time, mm-hmm. big time. And um, okay, so for me, and it's not, again, this is just color, but it could be, it could be your weight. Mm-hmm. It could be your voice. It could be your body image. It could be um, your talent. You know, why are you not as athletic as others? You know, your giftings. For me, it was it was the color of my skin. My mom, um, my mom fought really hard to make sure that I was in places where I would succeed. So she didn't want me around familiar, you know? She didn't want me around people that looked like me. She she actually put me, and I'm darker than both of my parents. Um, I favor the, the complexion of my grandmother and my grandfather, and they worked out in the field, so I'm darker. I'm dark-skinned. <laughs> and she, my mom put me in, ever since K-5, into all-white school. In fact, for the first few years, it was me and one other girl. Um, and we met, we represented the majority. We represented the majority of the minorities in that school. Now, I love everybody in that school. I learned so much from them. A lot of them I still am, you know, um, um, hang out with on social media. They do great things, but they did not see the turmoil within me, you know? Uh, and, and also, I remember, I remember, um, I remember at such a young age, I remember at K-5 being sent to the principal's office because... I told them that one of my, now he's my friend, right? <laughs> In the beginning, I didn't know him, right? But one of the little boys called me the N-word. And I didn't know how to deal with that. So not only is it a struggle when God, when God places you in unfamiliar surroundings and you have to learn to stand in your truth of who you are, but it's also challenging to deal with those around you that don't respect who you are. 
Oh my goodness. And see, this is why we're sisters, why we're kindred spirits, and why when we met, everything kind of just clicked because we have very similar backgrounds. And, and so even though mine started a little bit later, as far as I was in the seventh grade, when we moved to an all white neighborhood, uh, well, we moved from New Jersey to Florida. So that was already a culture shock, but then we moved to an all white neighborhood as well. And not that that was a bad thing because I did meet some really good people and I learned a lot as you did, but I was also challenged a lot as well. And I think that people don't understand the challenges when you're in a state of you're the only one or you're one of the only ones and so where I lived at I was the only we were the only black family that lived where we lived and so also being challenged that a boy that I thought we talked to each other even though he was white um he called me the n-word from in his house and now I was not who I am today and um I went in his house and beat him up but anyway so but we're not talking about that (laughs) thank god for deliverance thank god for deliverance and i i had a lot of aggression at that early age because i was constantly being told i wasn't enough i wasn't good enough because of the color of my skin and if this didn't just happen outside of my home it also happened inside of my home which was also there for the struggle and it was a lifelong struggle and so i ask you what was it that clicked for you that you understood or began to understand that god you made me like this so what I now in maturity understand that we have to start teaching is to adapt the kingdom mindset. Okay. Amen. We try to belong here. We try to put roots here. Come and on, I mean, know. here, I mean, here on earth, I'm trying to be a part of, you know, the black lives matter, or I'm trying to be a part of pride, or I'm trying to be a part of, you know, the Baptist association. I'm trying to be, or we, we or all, we, the people, or we, the people, we the people. I mean, it gets crazy because we're trying, everybody's trying to define themselves, right? That's good. Instead of saying, no, don't plant roots down here with all of these groups, these fractions, these divisions, plant roots in God Amen. and embrace that. It's take out all of the labels and say, what does he call me? Amen. You know, he calls me a child of God. Amen. That's what I belong. So when he, even when we say, where are you from? I'm from the kingdom before I associate with myself that I'm from America. <laughs> and then we even get lost in, okay, well, I'm African-American. I, I, I ditched all of that. I'm a kingdom citizen. And when I'm a kingdom citizen, that means I got so many brothers and sisters that look differently than I do, that they got different talents than I do. But now I'm a part of something bigger than I. And I think that's what we all struggle to be, a part of something. It's hard when you're the one out of the million you know it may feel like a million in your surrounding but i think this is a key concept especially the parents parents out there stop driving that in at your child you hear us talking about how young we were when this experience happened start driving this principle in at a young age don't take roots down here take roots in the kingdom you're a child of the king that's what matters most is what god says about you Amen. Amen. Because, you know, the truth is, is that these things happen. And so we have to make sure that we teach. I know that, you know, sometimes people will say, you know, from different, you know, groups, well, I don't want my child to experience any hurt or pain. 
But the truth is, when you deny another group, you're you're that group is now going to experience pain. Absolutely. So now everybody's experiencing pain at some form or fashion. Now I remember being in high school, and I went to high school in Florida in Port Orange, which was a predominantly white community, and that the the parents came and they wanted to, you know, protest. They didn't want their kids to learn black history, but they didn't understand that there were black kids at that school and it affected us that that people did not want to learn about us. And so I feel like we have to um, understand that, you know, as Dee was saying, you, if we understand it kingdom wise, right? Then when I was told that it would not have affected me in a way because I would have understood yes. that it doesn't matter whether you learn about me or not. I'm part of the kingdom. Come on, and come as on. long as we're learning about God, that's all that matters. But see, too many times we don't know about God in our home and right. our that's households. Right. And we're not teaching that. And so therefore kids have nothing to lean back on other than to hold on to the fact that, but I'm black or I'm white or I'm Hispanic or I'm Asian or I'm Mexican or whatever the case may be. And so we, as Dee was saying, should be holding on to the fact that I'm a child of the King of the most high God. We are royalty. Isn't that amazing to be royalty? Now I'm not checking off boxes, you know, on that form. They you complete that application form. They won't know if you black. They won't know if you white. If you black, you white. You Hispanic? Are you from Hispanic origin? They want <laughs> they all want these it check all. boxes, and, and that's I'll, the vision in itself, isn't it? Because that's, that's why? What would even be the purpose of knowing whether or not you're black or white? What or Asian or what's the purpose of it? it right. Does that change anything? That doesn't no. make a difference. No, I don't believe it does. But I feel like they put us in these separate categories, and it really causes division. And so when we come in the body of Christ, He said there are many members, but one body, one body, one body. And so too many times, if if my brother's hurting, I should be, you know, praying for my brother. I should be understanding. We should be mourning with those who mourn, right? Have joy with those who have joy. And so too many times we look at our brothers and sisters and say oh well it's not that big of a deal and we should not be doing that come in on, the kingdom god the is kingdom god. is about inclusion come on now and he's a the god kingdom is about exactly <laughs> and he he embraces us as we are we Amen. don't have to be molded into something we don't have to try to work to, to please this group of people that's what we have to and that's what i that's what i'm believing for our nation and for the nation that we come Amen. back to embracing each other despite faults despite differences especially differences because our minds our minds aren't the same right and right. it's just a it's a renewal of our mind to, to say that okay god i'm going to see my sister even though she looks different than me even though she has a different belief even if she don't believe in god i still embrace her because at the root of it i know that you created her you're the common denominator in all See, that is why I love you. And so, you know, and that's the truth that, that God should be our common denominator. And whoever's going through anything that we want to make sure that you're included in the kingdom of God and we right. love you. And so, you know, I want to say this. I didn't learn until I read The Purpose Driven Life. And I was mm. probably about 31, 32 years old when I read that. That So I had 32 years of struggling with who I was wow. and what I looked like. And 
when I read Purpose Driven Life, I understood that God had a reason for me to be here and not just to be here, but also why I look the way that I look. Now, that was challenged a couple of years ago because everything was, oh my gosh, you know, what about, why are we thinking about Black Lives Matter and all of this stuff? And so, you know, people would look at you like, you're one of those people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, that and it is, was, it's quick to get caught up in that mentality. Too. Yes, it is. And I was challenged, but, and, and I even asked God, I remember praying and I asked God, God, why did you make me like this? But let me just go ahead and read you this. Um, and, and, and I want us to understand that God doesn't make mistakes. He does everything for a reason. And so I'm reading Psalms 139, 13 through 15, and I'm reading it out of the New King James Version. And it says, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth now listen even when I heard even when I read that word frame God was showing me even it's, it's not even about my size because we've been talking about yes. the color of our skin and dimensioned it could be anything but sometimes as women we struggle with our size we struggle right. with what we look like and, and it's based on what other people say, not necessarily our own thoughts about ourselves. And Ooh, so when you go yeah. back and you say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I mean, really accepting that he knows everything about me. And yes. I know that that word, that my frame is not hit. I know that doesn't mean that. But when I read that, it gave me hope that mm -hmm. my frame doesn't have anything to do with who I am. It doesn't have anything to do with, I just receive and accept God for everything that he made me to be. Yes. So. <laughs> I love that. And see, that's what we talk about, holy boldness and a holy confidence, okay? It's something that you can't get from this world. You have to get from the word of God Amen. to stand in the truth of God, not Amen. in your truth, but in the Come truth on of God. That right that's there. the true truth, that's right? That's the truth. That is the truth. That to be honest, that's the real deal. <laughs> that's the real deal. <laughs> well, D, I'm so thankful to have you on here today. This was good. We're going to have to have a part two, part three, because part I two, think there's three. a lot of questions coming from this because oh, yeah. we only see one side of it, but we don't ever look at the other side. And we've got to start seeing both sides. So, And a little teaser, I think we should talk next about how the enemy whole purpose was that he didn't understand his identity come on now he tries to impose that on us <laughs> that's just a little teaser for the next time okay he is on here now we know what we're gonna be talking about next amen hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah so to god be the glory thank you again d for coming on and sharing with us did you want to have any last words that you want to i speak love you guys i hope you just always ministered and refreshed by the words that are said and I hope this really just, this podcast inspires you to go deeper into the word, to know who you are in God before you assume an identity that's out here in society. You know, let's not assume what man gives. Let's assume what God says. Amen. 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 
Well, thank you for tuning in to the To Be Honest podcast. Yes, if you want to continue to have a discussion about this, you know how to reach me. You can go to my Instagram page, which is the To Be Honest podcast. You can also reach me on Facebook, Bray, just praising him to walk because y'all know I love to praise him. Hallelujah. So you go ahead and come on. And I look forward to hearing from you anytime (laughs) we can go ahead and continue the conversation again thank you for my guest minister d and i just appreciate you we love you blessings upon blessings upon blessings blessings